Hello everyone, my name is Lou and welcome to my podcast called Anatomy Follows Physiology. We just finished up comparing uh, compact versus spongy bone and now we'll be discussing how bones are made and formed. So bones form through ossification and enlarge through interstitial and appositional growth. So let's just dig right in. So the growth of the skeleton or bone growth is called ossification or osteogenesis. And it kind of forms by this process of calcification or the de the depositing of calcium salts, um, uh, which can result in the formation of the bone tissue. Um, and then it's actually calcified cartilage that becomes bone. So there's two kinds of ossification. There's endochondral ossification and intramembranous ossification. In endochondral ossification, bone replaces existing cartilage. This is where bone growth occurs through interstitial growth or growth in length. So interstitial, think length, you're getting, it, the bone is getting longer. Or appositional, um, at opposing sides, you're growing in, the bone is growing in width. Um, so in intramembranous ossification, the bone de develops directly from uh, the mesenchyme or the loosely organized embryonic connective tissue or the fibrous connective tissue. So that's the main difference right there. Endochondral is more like bone replacing cartilage and intramembranous is bone developing from uh, connective tissue. So in order for a bone to form, a cartilage framework must first be created um, so that way bones can lay down their calcified matrix, kind of replacing that cartilage with bone or calcified matrix. Bone is basically calcified matrix. Um, and this kind of occurs during fetal, it starts, you know, our, our skeleton first begins to form when we're uh, a fetus. And when we're a fetus, our, our skeletal system is essentially just cartilage. Um, which, and then I think beyond the eighth week of fetal development, the cartilage gets finally replaced by bone, either by endochondral or intramembranous ossification. And um, endochondral ossification mostly occurs in long bones, while intramembranous ossification uh, occurs mostly in flat bones. So basically, all of the bones in the body, except for the skull bones, jaw bone, and clavicles, are formed through endochondral ossification. So it's the most, it's the main way that most of the bones in your body are formed. It deals with your long bones. So during your fetal development, the long bones start off by having the chondrocytes uh, form a template of a long bone shaft, the diaphysis, with hyaline cartilage. And the, cartil the ends of this cartilage template, called the perichondrium, continue to grow longer by adding new cartilage. Um, in the, the middle of the shaft, kind of before the medullary cavities formed, kind of opens up um, and that matrix begins to calcify and the chondrocytes die due to lack of nutrients. So they, their death kind of like forms these open like spaces. Um, and these open cavities um, in the cartilage template um, end up getting replaced. 
once the chondrocytes uh, kind of die and form that space, blood vessels invade um, and bring osteogenic cells. Um, and as they invade, they enlarge these spaces, uh, which eventually combine and become the medullary cavity. Um, and the osteogenic cells kind of trigger the creation of the perichondrium uh, to the periosteum. And then um, the primary ossification center forms in the diaphyseal region of the periosteum called the periosteal collar. And so now that we have a primary ossification center, which is sort of in the medullary cavity or the middle of the long bone, uh, basically car uh, the bone um, osteoblasts kind of continue to replace the cartilage in the diaphysis um, with, um, you know, calcified, calcified matrix. And this uh, cartilage continues to proliferate at the ends of the bone, increasing bone length. Um, these proliferative areas become the epiphyseal plates or the growth plates, uh, which kind of allow the bones to continue to grow in length after birth and into early adulthood, usually this process, bones like stop growing um, around the age of like 25. And then uh, after the um, uh, primary ossification center is formed in the diaphysis, then you'll have the secondary ossification center develop in the epiphyseal region after birth. So that's why if you see a picture of this stage of bone growth, You'll notice that it kind of looks almost like a baby rattle, um, where there's two um, open circles of hyaline cartilage in the, each end of the bone, the epiphyses, um, with the um, sort of vascularized um, inner cavity of the medullary cavity, kind of along the main, you know, the main shaft, the diaphysis. The um, epiphyses eventually become filled with spongy bone. Um, and the metaphysis, um, that's where the um, epiphyseal cartilage or the growth plate will separate the um, epiphysis from the, the diaphysis. Um, on the shaft side of the metaphysis uh, or the growth plate, so kind of like the side of the growth plate where it's mostly long, and compact bone, that's uh, where osteoblasts will continue to invade cartilage and replace it with bone. Um, and new cartilage is actually produced at the same rate on the epiphyseal side. And as uh, we get older, you know, at puberty, uh, the rate of the of epiphyseal cartilage production slows down and the rate of osteoblast activity accelerates. So that kind of you know, as we go into adulthood, uh, the epiphyseal cartilage gets narrower and narrower, so narrowed until it almost kind of disappears um, until the epiphyse closes. We'll, we call that epiphyseal closure. Um, and then the narrowing of that kind of forms this distinct epiphyseal line um, that remains after epiphyseal growth has ended. So you can see the age of a bone, a person's bone, or the age of a person based on looking at the uh, metaphysis of someone's long bone and seeing 
okay, does their uh, epiphyseal line look narrowed and almost gone and very thin? That means they're an adult and their bone has stopped growing. Or is there some space there? Can you see the growth plate? Um, can you see any sort of cartilage tissue that's still yet to be um, calcified? And that pretty much sums up uh, uh, endochondral ossification. Just remember the main way to distinguish it from intramembranous ossification is that um, cartilage is present during endochondral ossification, not in intramembranous. Um, and it's essential in the formation of long bones, in, in the growth of length in um, of bones, and also to heal um, bone fractures. If you break your bone, it gets fractured, and the healing process is performed by endochondral ossification. So I know endochondral ossification is very complicated. It is more complicated than intramembranous, but I'm going to try to sum it up for you guys in a quick minute or two. So while we're fetus, you know, we start off, our skeleton starts off as a cartilage, uh, mostly hyaline cartilage. And the chondrocytes in the sort of form a bony kind of template. Uh, so think of like a long bone just in its infancy. You know, it's it's just barely started out. You have chondrocytes in the middle producing um, a calcifying matrix in the center of the long bone. And they die off, leaving these cavities uh, within the cartilage. Then blood vessels kind of penetrate and uh, go into the cartilage, converting the perichondrium into osteoblasts. And uh, the shaft of the cartilage becomes uh, ensheathed in the superficial layer of bone. So, again, we have dead chondrocyte space, and that's kind of where the blood vessels go in. And they um, bring these uh, fibroblasts that, diff become, that become osteoblasts and begin producing spongy bone at the primary ossification center that's in the center of the long bone or the medullary cavity. And the bone growth or formation kind of spreads along the shaft towards the end of the former cartilage model. So it goes from in to out. It's an innie to an outie on both ends along the, lo uh, the long bone. And so as it's doing that, the, the center of the bone or the medullary cavity is kind of just starting to be formed really uh, grows into itself and becomes a medullary cavity. And you'll see that it forms these uh, sort of growth plates at either end, and it's starting to develop into um, a, kind of it's a, a long bone um, that ends up looking like this rattle, like a baby rattle with two ends. You can shake it, and it's got these little things on the ends and these circles and um, with, you know, a rectangle in the middle, a cylinder. <laughs> That's kind of like the shape of the long bone, at least my best opinion of it. And so the bone continues to grow, um, expanding to the end. Um, and then once it does it well long enough, they create the uh, secondary ossification centers at both ends of the long bone called the epiphysis, um, which then gets divided by the metaphysis, which is where the growth plate lives. And that growth plate is where the remaining cartilage uh, and chondrocytes are. And um, 
as uh, new cartilage is produced, it gets continues to get calcified and continues to grow the bone in length, which is interstitial growth, up until about the, uh, you know, um, from puberty all the way up until, like, adulthood, like, around your tw late 20s. That's when your uh, growth plate will seal up, get narrow, form an epiphyseal line, and uh, be uh, um, celebrated uh, as epiphyseal closer. And that's sort of endochondral ossification. Next, we're going to cover intramembranous ossification. Thank you for listening.